You ready? I'm ready. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to I Lost My Podcast. I am your girl, Michi G. And of course, you know, I am the author of the book, I Lost My Mom, Now What? Which is available on Amazon. And who else do we have? It's none other than Husky Hefe, the Fat Fitness Model, Jose Cortez. And don't forget Jutro. Jutro. Not Jutro. Jutro. <laughs> Short for Julius Travolta. We did talk about why that name is that name. If you didn't catch that episode, make sure you catch that episode. Go back and watch all them episodes. But nevertheless, we are here with another podcast. Yes. And if this is your first time listening to us, we are a podcast. Um, like I said, I wrote a book called I Lost My Mom, Now What? Which talked about my grieving journey, uh, losing my mother to breast cancer, which will be four years uh, today. Not today, sorry. Four years this year. So this podcast is just a spinoff to that. Um, and Here at this podcast, we talk about all things um, just moving forward, self-help, just you know, working through the grieving process and a lot of things that go with that like mental health and checking in and things like that so yeah so welcome so welcome to the transparency podcast we do tend to have a little fun too smile and laugh so Mm -hmm. uh we know life is uh a plethora of moving parts so ups and downs ups Mm -hmm. and downs so even in your downs try to get back up yeah 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 so we always start if you're new to this podcast we always start uh with a mental health check-in like i said mental health is something that is so important um, and not only do we want to check in with you guys, do this below or do it silently, door the explorer style, however you prefer, but let's just check in on our mental. So Husky Hefe, how is your mental for the day? Well, I would like to say that my mental health, just make sure you okay. Oh, <laughs> she be trying to talk off the mic, man. My bad. We want to get y'all the best the quality. Mic. I apologize. But, uh, <laughs> nevertheless, my mental health, if I was to rank it, I'd give it about mental health, right? Mm-hmm. I give it about a solid today. A solid eight today. Mm-hmm. Um, Why is it an eight? I really had to pick myself up, uh, but I did pick myself up. That's the that's the good thing about it. But it's an eight because you know I still have little nicks and crannies that I got to work out internally, mm-hmm. um, working out and stuff like that, and job. As much as you try not to have things stress you or worry you, it, it's just it's just the inevitable. So yeah. uh, it's not a perfect ten, uh, but one day we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. I'm not saying the ten we're is not, towards it. not able to be acquired or attained. Mm-hmm. How about yourself, though? Enough of me. How's your mental health? Uh, well, as you were talking about yours and being transparent, I was trying to like think how is my mental health really? Like sometimes especially with doing the podcast it's easy to be like oh it's good it's good but it's like no no no. i gotta check in for real for real and see how my mental is um like you said i agree work kind of throws off your mental health sometimes because it's so demanding especially when you have other things you have to work on personally um so i'll probably say my mental health but it's, i'm not bad today so i'll say today is probably an eight too um Probably a solid eight, just because I feel like um, I have, well, we have so much to do. Um, And this is one of the things we're doing, so this is making me feel better. But sometimes when you devote so much to your nine to five 
and you just feel energy wise like you don't have enough to give after i don't know sometimes that can balance out but um but i'm still pretty pretty good pretty blessed so i'm gonna say eight so yeah yeah so that's good so uh also after we mentally check in and i hope you guys assess your mental health and how you're really feeling today go ahead and write that for yourself um also what we do before we get into that topic because some topics are heavier than others we always start uh by doing mindful breathing so so uh go ahead and breathe in for me close your eyes and take a deep breath breathe out slow breathe in real slow breathe out slow one more time breathe in real slow and breathe out real slow I feel like the extra breath was for somebody so so yes hopefully now y'all feel relaxed and ready um today's topic oh stretch i'm oh, sorry we do usually stretch i apologize it's not just deep breathing so you know Make sure you loosen up them shoulders and stretch it out. Crack them knuckles if you got to. All right. Let's go. So uh, for today's topic, um, first of all, before we get into the actual topic, what do you know about depression and anxiety? It hurts. <laughs> um, I'm not I'm not going to act like I'm just the. Uh, I just know it, it sends people into altered states that they don't want to sometimes exist. They don't want to be bothered. So uh, I know it's draining. It's, mm-hmm. it's draining and straining on the body. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do you ask that? Well, we're getting there. Okay. Um, even me, I feel like I've experienced them too. Both, both of those, I'm sorry both of those things however i don't even i don't know how to put it into words like it is just an incredibly uncomfortable feeling at least depression is like you know well that's the aspect of i feel like both of them are deeper than any definition you could give um but i asked that because judging by the title you're probably like well what is depression anxiety i lost my appetite what is that ironically from both of those you tend to lose your appetite but earlier in the year when i was going through a little spout of depression and lost my appetite um i realized that the foods that we eat play a big part in that and how we feel on the day to day um so what if i told you that the foods that you put into your body or lack thereof affect your mood affect just how you feel on a day-to-day basis what what are your thoughts on that would you Um, believe me could you believe it okay let's go back let's let's rewind so i wouldn't believe you if it was if it was like college days Mm -hmm. i wouldn't believe you what Uh, you mean by that like probably around 2015 i was just i'm just saying about 2015 to I just know that's when eating was the you worst. was out mama's house. So you was eating how you wanted to eat and you just like, Oh, I just need to eat to get energy and go and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But so I wouldn't I'd be like, eh, I don't know what you're talking about. You just you just talking, you just blowing smoke. Mm-hmm. Now fast for forward until what, twenty twenty one ish? 
anywhere between 2020 and 20 currently 2022 mm-hmm. yeah hands down i do agree like yo what you put in your body is is off the chain and as you evolve as a human being and grow and stuff mm-hmm. you can't eat some of the stuff that you used to eat mm, speak on that but i feel it so uh <laughs> i know one thing for me that i cannot just really get down with is mm-hmm. red dye um it i talked to my mom the other day actually mm-hmm. and she said i had some with like the red dye in it but she was just like it made her you know puke and she just wasn't feeling herself and and, so. and to classify the red dye like on hot cheetos and the yeah, hot stuff chips like that, and stuff sort of like that super red stuff like yeah you know what i'm saying that artificially push red things mm-hmm. um yeah 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 um I wouldn't have made the correlation, like you said, back in college, because in college we ate however, we didn't think about it. But I'm also thinking like that was probably one of the most stressed out times of my life. But but I I don't even remember just feeling bad. I mean, tired. A, re- a regular college student is just tired anyway and stuff. So um, but now actually this year is the first year that I'm, I'm like, OK, I believe it. Um, I used to have a coworker that I worked with years ago and she was more of an aggressive person. Like she used to come and talk to me about like the fights she used to get into and stuff. And I was like, okay. And all of a sudden she like started going like clean and like eating fruits and veggies and more raw diet. And she was actually the first person I ever realized that talked to me and was like, yeah, you need to get your diet right because like, I don't even feel aggressive because I'm eating cleaner. My thoughts are clearer. Like, I just handle, I handle situations better. And I was like, hmm, from eating clean? Like, okay, girl, whatever you say. But until I went through feeling horrible earlier in the year and, like, trying to heal myself and just not having an appetite and trying to get an appetite and writing down what I ate and how I felt and how it correlated, I believe it wholeheartedly. So yeah, I definitely believe that to be true. Um Okay. So it's it's a big thing where I had to realize that healing is in food. I never knew like you could heal You said is in is in food. Healing is in food. Healing is in food. H E A L I N G is in food. I keep saying that because that's what I really mean. It sounded like you said isn't, like is not. You're saying it is. Is in. Is, is in, in the in. food. Okay. Healing is in the food. Okay. Um, I think I started to, I think you had a, you got a book, what is it, Queen of Fool? Mm-hmm. Heal Thyself by Queen of Fool. Well, before Heal Thyself, it was. Uh, Sacred Woman. Sacred Woman. And yeah, I sure. actually took this book and I was reading this book and actually did a book club. Mm-hmm review of this book and all this good stuff so mm-hmm. um and in this book that's when i kind of learned about fasting and healing the womb yeah, for the healing woman. the womb so it was for the woman so I, I went searching i'm like dang us men don't got no book like this which i found that her son actually wrote a book and shout out to supernova <laughs> so i i kind of took it upon myself i was battling a situation of my own and um i just took it upon myself to kind of like you know, turn to foods and teas and stuff like that. Natural teas, no sugar added and stuff, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started to realize, like, no, I am getting better. 
Now, do I still have cravings? Yes. Yes, from time <laughs> to time. Um, but me right now, I do better with my cravings. I, well, sometimes they take a hold of me. But I, I mean, try. that's normal. You're human. Yeah. So. But I am one of those, you know, I've been losing weight first and foremost. Let me put that out there. Period. Let them know. Yes. But I am one <laughs> of those that are, that I am pretty meticulous with like, okay, I can make this at home. Mm-hmm. Because I trust myself at home versus uh, some of the establishments, mm-hmm. uh, fast food in particular. Oh. I hate to be that person, but I'm not getting jiggy with it like that. Yeah. Mm-mm. So. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to kind of bring it all together and say um, that from personal experiences, as you can see, that's why I wanted to talk about this subject because I feel like with depression and anxiety, it's so talked about now. But the thing that's not talked about is what contributes to it. Now, am I saying that what you're eating is 100 percent? Like the foods we eat, that's the main reason why you experience depression and anxiety? No. Um, there's so many other factors like being on. We t- I talk about this all the time because I experience it myself and I struggle with it still. I'm not going to lie, I'm not perfect with it. I struggle. But like social media and being on there all day, it could be just stresses in your life or putting yourself on an expectation uh, like higher up on a pedestal than you can really be mentally or whatever there's so many things that contribute to depression and anxiety but like i said the part that does not get talked about is your diet and how that contributes um like he said i list i read a book called heal thyself queen of fua and she talked about i think it clicked for me in the book because she was talking about colonics and if you don't know what a colonic is it's basically where you go and you get a little to you know stuck up your is a rectum up your rectum and they shoot water up in your intestines and clean out your guts um and she was saying that's important to do periodically throughout the year because we hold so much over the years of toxic waste and food that just didn't digest that gets stuck to the wall and over time like you know if your system's not cleaned out and you're backed up it can affect your brain it can affect a lot of things in your body and just not feeling well so it just got me thinking like hmm what am I putting in my body and am I really taking care of my body and the more that I would write down what I ate how I felt and kept track like the better I feel like I don't experience anxiety or depression as much and I make sure like I got my supplements and you know things like that so I want to say I want to make this a thing and a conversation to talk about. So, you know, comment if you're watching us on YouTube, comment below what you think, if you agree, if you disagree, if you didn't know this or what's your thoughts. So I know you said there's certain supplements you take. What's one that you just have to have in your system? Well, I had to take iron because I found out why I was not feeling my best um, was because my iron level was at a six. And I think the scale to measure if I'm not mistaken, um, the scale to measure was like, I want to say 32 or 50 something to like 200. And I was like a six, I was low. So, um, so I always make sure I have iron now that I feel better. And then someone told me about, uh, magnesium 
And magnesium is one of those vi- those minerals that's good for gut health. Um, and if you didn't know, if your gut is healthy and happy and it feels good, your brain is going to feel healthy and happy. Like they tag team. So I, if I had to recommend some, make sure those two supplements. I live by those. Mm. Now, it's one for me that I try to get in me and that's official. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes I feel like I, I got like dry tendencies mm-hmm. like and that maybe be from too much salt consumption yeah uh but when you feel dried out you you gotta make sure you're getting something moving in you mm-hmm. but better than fish oil i would have to say um uh, which is a recent learning experience is okra Ooh, okay okra Let's is okra. as far as like helping your bowels move and not being stuck and you know things of that nature mm-hmm. i say incorporate okra as much as you can uh growing up i think we talked about this we went on a walk today <laughs> and growing up like our parents like fried like my mom like fried okra mm-hmm. i think you said your mom my mom hated okra i just now tried okra was it last year when we went home to memphis yeah. Um and I've been craving it ever since. But I never shout out to uh Huxtable. We man, gotta man, shout them out. I don't know shout- if I wanna shout them out because that's our little <laughs> well, hole in the wall. Hey, place. But, look, but man, no, shout, shout out to Huxtables. It's over there off Jackson by uh If you're in Memphis, it? Tennessee. What is it? Hume's Middle. But it's a barber shop and a restaurant sports bar. Got the best Fire. got the man, best little go. hole in the wall place. Shout yes. out to him. Tell him uh Josh sent you Angela's son. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Josh Angela's son. But uh, For nevertheless, sure. like one thing I do keep, I, I wanna, I, I gotta incorporate it more is that okra, cause like mm-hmm. I said, fish oil. I say that's a supplement, fish oil. But you gotta be careful with supplements. I'm just, yeah. I get a little yeah. weird like that. Once something is mass produced, I'm kind of looking Peel at form. it like, yeah, I'm kind of looking at it like, huh? Eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Even though I recommend iron and magnesium, like I took iron up until I went to whatever my last checkup was and found out i was like right below the line i was like oh good enough and i still incorporated here and there and even magnesium i took it up until a point till i felt good but then we started researching like what are foods rich in iron and rich in magnesium and um things that like lubricate the body and you know like watermelon i've started eating more watermelon because my body also absorbs liquid like i cannot i don't drink enough water anyway but also my body it takes a while to absorb so Definitely. see summertime i was a water drinker but now we're getting out those summer months now i'm like ah i'm scaling back but i gotta stay on it because yeah that's these uh hefty eating these hearty meals and <laughs> chilies and soups and crackers so it's like you gotta watch that too yeah and uh you kind of touched on our walk in the park and how we talked about how we ate growing up what has been your relationship with food just as a whole like from a kid man i'm gonna say from a kid okay so starting out it was uh moms and my dad stayed Mm -hmm. together and my dad is kind of like maybe i get some of my i get my mentality in the kitchen from him i get my try try different stuff from my moms as far as like cooking I'm i'm a beast in the kitchen um but my dad was more like we not eating now we gonna eat we was eating like liver and rice and all this <laughs> stuff like that mm-hmm. and he was just so i i would say country in a sense mm-hmm. but you know what i'm saying he had like a bunch of siblings so they knew he said his grandma had a form or something but 
So my relationship with food, my bad. I always go on a tangent, and I apologize, y'all. No, you fine. But, but my relationship with food is a, uh, or oh, as a kid versus now, as okay, a kid so, back then and now. So after they separated, moms and dad separated, divorce, mm-hmm. uh, and stepdad came along, which cool. Mom still cooked or whatever, mm-hmm. but sometimes she'd be tired, so it'll be let's pick up something quick now. This where I got into my junk food phase. My oldest sister, uh, Shay, man, I just, I always, that's my oldest sister. I'm like, oh, what's she, what's she trying? <laughs> she, she had all the new snacks, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But uh, my dad would take me and my little sister, he'll take me to the store and he'll be like, whatever you get for you, mm-hmm. you better get for her because, you know what I'm saying? I don't want y'all arguing. But he used to let us get junk food on junk food. And I think that's when I kind of like, as a relationship, I was like, uh, I want some quick and junk foodish. Like now I'm like a chip fanatic. Mm. I'm a chip fanatic. And what's yes. crazy is <laughs> if I make my own homemade chips, I won't eat as much. Mm-hmm. So that right there, that's what takes me into that whole, okay, I'm gonna learn how to make this myself and do it myself because something is making me pick up these regular in store chips more. Mm-hmm. But Hey, that's another topic. <laughs> So you feel like versus back then to now your eating habits are better or yeah, n- n- or your relationship with food is better? My relationship and eating habits is way better. Like mm-hmm. um, I say, I started to do the thing where you at least get 12 hours of fasting. So if I stop eating at 9 o'clock, I'm not eating again the next day until 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's cool, but I don't eat as many fried foods as like a, a little kid. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh my God, you wanted French fries and you know what I'm saying? All that crazy stuff. French fries, fried chicken. Yes. Like we was a fried chicken house. Uh we yeah. was a chicken beef. Pork chops was here and there. Mm-hmm. But we was more beef and chicken. Mm-hmm. But uh nowadays I'm more chicken beef pork sporadically. <laughs> uh but I'm trying to I, I still don't I don't overindulge like I used to. Mm-hmm. So like even in college, it was wings. We was going to get wings like what every other day. Mm-hmm. Chicken wings, chicken wings, fried, fried. Like man, that's that's bad business. So my relationship now is way better. How about so you? Do you feel like your relationship used to be more so survival, and now it's more healing? Like, do you feel that way? Yeah, because yeah, I would say survival on the simple fact that sometimes your parents they just knew what they learned from their parents, so. Mm-hmm. If it was soul food cooking, it was soul food cooking. If it's pig feet, my stepdaddy gonna handle the pig feet, not necessarily us. But <laughs> it is what it is. Feet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If if it if it was pork and your greens, like you gotta eat, you gotta yeah. eat to, you know what I'm saying? Eat to mm-hmm. live, eat what mama and them knew. That's what they knew. Yeah. Uh, but my mama ended up getting into like nutrition and she started to bring us better things though. I can I can say I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Uh and she started to like pull back off the salt and stuff. Uh, I I still, man, I call her every conversation just to know like, what you do, what you do, how you do this, how you do that recipe. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So uh, yeah, yeah. I feel like so my household. He said he grew up like chicken and stuff. We grew up on pork and beef. We were a pork and beef household. My mama 
we used to go to eight well i don't know if hg hills is a thing everywhere but we used to always go to hg hills get pick fives and it was mostly pork tenderloin pork chops pulled pork beef hamburgers like we yeah we were pick five family and snacks and stuff so to h to my memphians hg hills is like a super low it's like the equivalent of a super low yeah so yeah yeah anything that has pick fives we was in that joint so um my relationship i would say i mean my mom she cooked the home cooked meals and we we ate what we could afford and that was the neighborhood store because they took our kroger's away um and it was affordable for you know a family our size so i think yeah like you we we ate for survival back then but now I find myself now that I'm older, because, you know, once you get to a certain age, we'd be like, oh, I hit 30. My bones is aching and this and that. And it's really not that. It's really that we all grew up eating horrible and it's just catching up to us. Um, so now I do feel like we're eating to heal ourselves. Like some people like we kind of conform when we're around family and friends to like because everybody's not on the same wavelength of trying to eat healthy and so especially with my grandmother who cooks Sunday dinner still, shout out to Mama Nisi. Um, but you know, so we do accommodate, I guess, in that way, but for the most part we're trying to like undo the stuff that we used to put in our bodies. Right. But I will say as a kid, I don't know, I guess my relationship to what I would eat and the snacks and if you watched old episodes, the previous episodes, I kinda brief we briefly both talk about like our childhoods and things that, you know, we used to do in our childhoods and I used to like hot snacks and stuff. And so <laughs> I was yes, I was a sweet bandit. And um when I think back That mine was hiding where you was hiding the snacks at bruh, anywhere. Anywhere in my room I would hide in my closet where I knew nobody would come in and see under my bed, under my pillow yeah no my mom didn't like come in my room not like that and like check on my brother or nothing so i'd be like me hiding in the closet under some clothes under my pillow or something or under my bed or... but back then which i didn't know it now thank god because we didn't have social media but i think i was going through like depression as a kid and like anxiety and i coped with it through eating um so it was like a cycle so now to bring it back to the point of the topic today i'm like i see it i completely saw it. i was so unhappy the only time i was like really happy uh i guess probably mentally was when i was eating like sweets it, it like lit up my brain like ooh, like this is happiness in a i don't know whatever the sweets were in i, I think i remember i remember listening to something that somebody said like we associate emotions with food mm-hmm. in our community a lot mm-hmm. so because you like, feel good yeah it mm-hmm. makes you feel good but it's like man that's the that's kind of where we got to get away from because i remember like okay if you read i think like i said we stayed up the street from the library so if you read this many books you get free ice cream if you made on roll we're giving you like the for incentives. every eight two three my big snicker balls you know what i'm saying <laughs> Uh, if you made on a road, you can go to the Pizza Hood and get a personal pan pizza. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm in there getting all the good grades. <laughs> like teacher, why teacher. would they do that like that? Cause that low key, now that I think about it, that might have been what started our food, our food habits. Cause we was like, oh, I'm gonna get this this extra money. I'm right. gonna get the McDonald's coupon. So when you didn't get pizza it, you party, upset. like oh, I, I, like, like, I gotta go hard. <laughs> Dang, they set us up. They set us up. You so, hear me? So yeah, that 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 is some 
That's some wild stuff to think about. So can you think of a time where you were your healthiest and your happiest? And it can be young, because I know you were athletic, as was I, um, way back in the day in high school. When you were your healthiest and happiest, do you remember what you were putting in your body? And if it, you think it, well, not even if you think you contributed, what were you putting in your body? What was that diet like? Um, I ain't gonna stunt. My diet was less... I, I ain't think I had meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is crazy. Uh, shout out to my boy G Mac. I was in college, mm-hmm. and I was struggling. I'm telling y'all, like this this is a true story. Mm-hmm. I had I had failed physical chemistry, which is probably about the hardest course that you can take besides like physics and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I had failed physical chemistry, and I'm like, okay, I need this one last class to graduate. And now I did tell you all that I did graduate about. One out of, whew, I don't know how many graduates out the department, but I was like almost the only black. Mm-hmm. So you can only imagine me going to talk to my professor like, hey, is there any work around? And they telling you, no, if not, you'll have to change your major, mm-hmm. which I'm telling you one class. And y'all are telling me I had to change my major, which would mean two more years. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I wanted to focus and lock in. So I was working with like trouble youth at the time and I was uh with my boy G Mac. Mm-hmm. And uh I was talking to G and he was like, Man, I'm about to try this uh I'm about to do this diet or whatever. What was it called? The Daniels fast. Mm-hmm. He was like, I'm about to do the Daniels fast. So if you ever read up on the Daniels fast, it's just saying you can't have canned vegetables, which I still kinda did that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my diet consisted of you can't have no meat can't have no meat products mm-hmm. but my diet consisted of like fruits veggies like even if it was frozen and sauteed fruit veggies and stuff like that mm-hmm. and you can only drink water so mm-hmm. so that was um that was my diet and when i tell you like i felt the best and this was college so this around 2014 to 15ish mm-hmm. and I'm talking about grades soared. Um, my grades went up. About that third day, I had a headache out this world. I just wanted to come home and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But I felt my best the next day, and I started to realize I was waking up two hours before my alarm. So if class is at 7, I'm up at 5. I'm mm-hmm. working out. I'm, uh, I come home from work and stuff, and... It's like 10 o'clock. I finally wind down 11, 12, mm-hmm. and I'm right back up at 4, 5. And I'm like, what? Were you tired? No, I was energized. And mm-hmm. so that's when I finally first got my first taste of, like, diet is everything. And in that same span, before I even tried the Daniels fast, uh, I, I can remember. It was around the 4th of July uh, or just after it. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, I was eating so much bad stuff, like, my knees would be hurting trying to get up off the toilet. Like, that's the realness of it. And that's how, like, eating can be detrimental to your health on a serious note. Like, Were you eating a lot of pork when you say your knees was hurting? Were you eating a lot of pork I at the time? I was eating hella pork, hella beef. Uh, I say more so beef than pork, but it, pork was in my diet. But it was it was hella. Think about it. It was It was pizza. Mm-hmm. It was beer. Pepperonis. It yeah. was pizza, alcohol, 
uh, McDonald's. All that, in, in, I was going to say inflation. <laughs> All that inflammation. Yeah, so. Yeah. That's some real stuff, man. I ask because I have, I so if you don't know us, I um have not eaten pork. I don't even know how many years, at least three or four years. Have I eaten? I think mom was still living the last time. Maybe four years now. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've eaten pork. And when I was eating pork, I can tell you my I did feel it like my bones and stuff were more achy or if I sat too long, even as a youngin, like I can tell a difference when pork is not in my body, though. I love pork. I was like two or three eating ribs. Like ribs was my first food. Some people I'm not going to exaggerate. I ate baby food, but my first real like food, like table food as a kid was ribs. Like yeah. when I say we were a pork family, we were a pork family. Um, but I can't I do that no more. I didn't even, what's crazy. <laughs> I didn't like ribs growing up through the barbecue capital of Memphis. I did not like ribs. I didn't even know how to properly talk. I would call my dad or my mom would call my dad and be like, your daughter want to talk to you. And I'd be like, daddy, I want some ribs. Like I didn't even know how to pronounce it. And I'll just just a rib eating little child so what i guess what what kind of led you to like just no pork like uh honestly i don't know i want to say maybe it was when my mom got diagnosed with cancer mm -hmm. and because i just was researching when the doctors couldn't do nothing if you read my book all of this is in the book but um I don't know. I just changing her diet, trying to heal her. And then before I knew it, it was like six months without pork. It was like a year without pork. And I was like, oh, and then I, well, I already know that if you go a long period of time, you going to get sick if you eat pork. And I don't like throwing up or feeling sick. So I just kind of was like, well, I love pork and I love ribs, but I'm trying to get sick on it. So, so I just stopped. I can't say, guys. I, I I be off pork, and then I be on my guilt. Here's the thing. He put it in his body for a second, and then <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I'm I gonna get a little hint, a little hint, hint. But you ain't gonna go crazy. Yeah, I'm gonna ficky ficky, but I ain't gonna go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm for gonna sure. ficky ficky, but I ain't gonna. I'll be know? smelling ribs, y'all. Now as an adult, ribs and bacon is is my two. I don't care about. I was pork a sausage eater. Like whoa, that sounds. Whoa, Paul. <laughs> sausage patty. So you were like a polo sausage type of guy. Just stop. <laughs> Let's just cut it. Bruh. But no, my guilty but this is what gets me with pork. So if somebody <laughs> orders a pizza. Oh, <laughs> pepperoni, yes. I got to have pepperoni or sausage. See. Here's the thing. bro. Don't bring me no cheese pizza. <laughs> no. I do and veggie if you season it up. That ain't the same. And that's the thing. People ain't going to season they it. They not going to season it. Man. Because you can season your veggies and get some. But it's something about the pepperoni. Like, I don't like a chicken pizza either. I don't yeah, like a chicken pizza. It don't pizza. give the same as pepperoni. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. So, I'll be like, man, that's the one thing folks be like. It's a pizza. And I'm like, I cannot come to terms with, like, not getting a slice Would you of be down to try substitutes like turkey pepperoni? So. If we can find it. I, we can't. I saw all this stores, <laughs> oh, and I do want to make our own pizza. So, I am, I will try. Uh, I will try turkey pepperoni. Okay. And it's the saltiness. So, if I can get that saltiness, and I learned it's fennel because I'm a cook. <laughs> it's fennel that gives everything this sauce, sausagey. Fennel and sage. Yeah. Uh, like I can do. I got. Like I said, I'm not a bacon eater, but I like 
like sausage patties we grew up with more stuff like that mm -hmm. but i can do turkey sausage as a replacement <coughs> it's just i have to replace the pepperonis <coughs> oh lord my bad <laughs> but yeah don't don't put no chicken on no pizza because the chicken don't be that's what i do they don't be seasoning it just be like they just cook it and it's just like water know. and meat yeah, so the the hardest the best pizza we can have with chicken on it is in nashville in nashville is well, okay, they tit for tat to me. Well, they Emmy Square. I'm gonna give y'all a shout out. Shout out to Emmy Square. Shout out to Emmy Square. East Nashville is the location. Uh, but I they, think got, they a, got multiple locations. They got multiple but locations, tried, but they yeah. got a hot chicken pizza that's legit and it's not overbearingly hot. Now, <laughs> now, I like the, the. Is it the distillery? Oh yeah, the distillery. Now they have I a hot chicken pizza that's legit. <laughs> Nah, well, they ain't have the chicken on. Oh, okay. So they have a hot piece, hot chicken pizza that's legit. It's spicy mm -hmm. though. Now theirs is spicy, mm -hmm. but uh, it was a good flavor. But that's about the only two chicken pizzas. Anything else? Like, no Domino's, no Papa John's, no. If y'all want to endorse us, fine. Please, please. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm just telling y'all that I'm not Ooh. vouching for y'all chicken. Y'all chicken is trash. Uh, but yeah, that's enough. My bad. I went on a went on another. You fine? Uh, I was trying to think. So okay, mine is a little different because two times when I was my healthiest and happiest, I'll say is kind of when I was at least healthiest in high school. Mm -hmm. Um, and ironically, when we go walk, I see my uh, high school cheerleading coach all the time, and she's still y'all. When I was in high school. Shout out to her name. That's not her name anymore. But shout out to my uh, high school cheerleading coach because we would condition and work out. Um, and she would make us do like some laps. And she would be like, all right, y'all give y'all a head start. If if um, if I pass y'all, that's an extra lap. And like so naturally, all of us was like, uh-uh. Like, and she was fast, y'all, for her age. She wasn't super old, but she was older than us, like little high school kids. So um basically long story short that's when I was the most active but my diet wasn't wasn't right necessarily because we were still on the pick fives and the snacks and stuff uh but I kind of was happy but not I don't know I was my healthiest at that point when I was in high school like my yeah all through high school when I was cheering um, but I think that equates for the exercise portion. Now, now I was going to say, would you, you probably was your most conditioned. Conditioned, maybe. Because you was conditioned to work out. Because I was moving up. my yeah. body. Though I wasn't eating the best, I was still working it off and whatever, Which whatever. Which is, yeah, that, that hurts too. Like eating bad, you can't force yourself into a, into a, like, you know, fitness. You can't force yourself into fitness. But as far as the dieting part, you know, you can't really can't really play with it yeah but i'll say honestly i was going between the two because i was like i was really my healthiest back then but my healthiest and happiest i think this this year even though it's been a trying year is the first year that i'm really just happy and healthy within the last couple of months um but also like we're eating cleaner we're eating we cut out pork for the most part um and i was i was dabbling in beef here and there i think i'm officially done for now how he treats how he treats pork i treat beef like every now and then i put a little bit in my system just to because i love hamburger i'm a sucker on. for hamburgers i ain't gonna lie i know what 
would be messed her up because we we wanted a burger, homie. And so we we like we <laughs> right, go get last us a burger, time. and they told us, "Cause li- listen to this, cause <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put on my LA voice, cause the look, LA voice. they gonna bust out, homie. They gonna say, <clears throat> hey, homie.'" My, my little homie over here, she's like, she's like, man, can I get a, a turkey burger? Cause I so wanted that turkey they burger bust so bad. Out I'm like, on the on the dead homies, they gonna Not bust out. <laughs> <laughs> on the dead homies, they gonna bust out. Oh, we ain't got no turkey burger. It's a turkey shortage. We like it's a what? It's a turkey. I'm like on the homies on the set. Like no, on the dead homies. On the dead homies. Dang. So, so I, it forced up. me to get <laughs> And then <laughs> The burger This this one We're not gonna shout them out They do have some of the best burgers in Nashville But it's a burger we always get That has bacon on it Now I don't eat bacon So I said I'm gonna get First off I wasn't gonna get it Because I have a thing About not ordering things with bacon on it Because in my mind Like I used to work in I used to work at Starbucks So I know how workers I know how workers are when they got a rush and they're trying to move fast. If you say no something, we're moving so fast, a lot of times they don't catch it. So I was already like, I don't want to order this burger because it comes with bacon, but I was going to tell them, hold the bacon, but I feel like somebody going to move so fast and they're going to put it on there and they're going to be like, ooh, and I'm going to take it off and I'm not going to know Then I'm going to eat it and I'm going to get sick because you put bacon on there and took it off. So ordered that. I was like, eh, whatever, I'm going to just order it. And I said no bacon. They bought it out with bacon. She said I'm put like, the bacon on the side. Yeah, so put it on the side because he wanted it. Yeah, I was gonna slide the bacon. So I guess they were like, yeah, I should have specified. But then it's like I don't feel like I gotta tell you my business. Like put it on the side. So they had to send it back, and then it came back. I, I know they took that bacon off. I feel like they feel did. Sick. I mean, I had. I think it was just gas. But it wasn't bad. But that bacon, it's a good thing you did. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it was good? like no, nah, it was like a leather strap. It was oh. eating like not a leather strap, like a boot strap or something. It's like <laughs> chewing on a boot strap. But anyway, but I did feel like all like now because we eat cleaner. I do feel like if I eat some, I'm not supposed to whether it's sweets or whatever. I'd be like mm, my stomach. My stomach will tell me now, which your stomach controls a lot of things in your health. It, um it works with your brain to like signal what your mood is what your thoughts are and so like i feel it in my gut immediately i'm like i know i was not supposed to eat that so yeah but it's not super bad but i i can just tell now what's something that you won't eat anymore besides pork that i won't eat anymore Mm, bologna sandwiches hot dogs well that's pork that's pork that's pork my bad my bad my bad um well beef hot dog beef hot dogs are elite but i I never was a hot dog person honestly i mean we had to do what we had to do back in the day because it was provided and we had no choice but i never was a if you give me hamburgers and hot dogs i'm gonna always go for hamburgers Mm. um something i won't eat i'll say maybe so you gotta work with me on the beats Cause I thought I tried it one time, and it's just the consistency. Beets are fine, but you. Ate I like it juiced. Yeah. That it was real chopped up. Oh. It was real chopped up. You had cooked them or something, and I was like, oh, "It was the consistency because it was kind of hard." Or you steamed them or something. It was a long time ago. But um, uh, aside from that, cause I'll I'll eat a juice, but it has to like be balanced out with like pineapple or something. I don't know. I, I'm kind of a Mikey. Like, I eat anything as long as it's good. Mm-hmm. If it's not good, mm-hmm. Wait, what about you? 
I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. What, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why think I we discriminate. Right. I don't think we discriminate too much. Yeah. If it smell good, we gonna at least try it. Now, if it stink, chitlins. That's what I will not eat. No, I have never had it, and I know what you're thinking. You're probably gonna be like, "Well, if you never had it, how you know if it's not good?" I mean, right, if I auntie, can smell it before I get it, I don't want it. My auntie Regina be cooking some chitlins. Uh, I ain't gonna I eat believe a lot. I taste that. I ain't gonna eat it though. But yeah, bro. Um. I will say hers didn't smell, so oh, I'll take you up on that offer. But you can't see, you can't tell me what something is and expect me to eat it. I, I'm not. So here's a question: uh, <laughs> as we speak upon, uh, circle back. I know you said like social media and things play play a part in what you eat. Um, would you say, let's say you're having a rough day, in mm-hmm. the same sense that you tell somebody, okay, I'm having a rough day. I forgot that shirt was in there. Um, <laughs> I'm having a rough day, and you say, and somebody be like, "Oh, I want a drink, or oh, I need a drink." Mm-hmm. Can you say the same for like, okay, I'm I'm stressed out and I'm hungry? Is this probably the smartest thing? Would you agree that you probably shouldn't be watching your phone or social media? I think that what we don't realize is that all of it is the same. Like, I used to come home and be, well, for me, I used to come home and be like, no, nah, I had a stressful day. I need chocolate. Or I need something sweet. But a lot of us do, and occasionally alcohol. Like, I want to go to a Mexican restaurant and get drunk. But that's where the environment I come from. Um, and then, Or be like, I had a stressful day. I just want to sit and chill on my phone and declare it. But all of it is the same. Like, we put it in our bodies or we consume it in one way. And it really don't help us feel better. It just helps. Like I was talking about eating sweets, like for that moment when you're consuming it, you're like, mm, it feels good in this moment. But after a while, it's like, mm. if you drink, if you drink because you had a bad day, you're going to have a bad hangover the next day. If you eat too much, like I once have too many sweets because you felt bad, you're going to have a stomach ache again. If you on social media, you're going to feel horrible and your eyes are going to hurt. And it's just so, so much that like, I they say, all correlate to me. I do say you got to watch it because it's been times where I've been like, okay, we're eating clean and okay. Now eating clean don't mean you ain't finna have a stressful day. So you had a stressful day at work and you're like, Dang. you're going to be stressed out because you was eating yeah, clean. Then you like, <laughs> yeah, you stressed out because you eating clean. I but then you like, I ain't even finna, I ain't even finna cook today. I'm, I'm just going to go get this. And that's how I started because guess mm-hmm. what? These folks, it's like your phone and technology knows when you're trying to do right. You get uh, now notifications. You get, now you finna get uh, the the best. You haven't checked this in a while. You still piece there? of cheese pool you never seen in your life. Them ads gonna pop up. Man, come on, bro. <laughs> come come get a ten piece today. Man, it's like no that. specials. Y'all, this is probably the fattest thing. Kind of off subject, but on subject. We got back from we we went to Chattanooga for one of our homegirls' birthday. We got back. It was like you know how taco bell has like the brown napkins um when i opened the door i I looked at the napkin and i was like oh i want some taco bell i was like why would i get hungry off a napkin bro it's so bad it's triggers it's triggers triggers. but anyway um i did want to make final points one um I, we want, we're, we never want to tell you what to do, but we just want to bring to your attention that sometimes what you eat and what you put in your body, they go one and the same. So if you're feeling off and you're like, bro, I haven't felt good in a while, 
like whatever's been hurting you write down and i know this because earlier in the year when i wasn't feeling good the doctor could not do anything i got frustrated and she's like look write down your mood how you feel what you eat and we found out too many carbs kind of made you made me feel a certain way so so do the same like if you're feeling off write down how you feel today keep a little journal i consume this for breakfast that for snack this for lunch this for dinner whatever and assess and you figure that out for yourself um this is just our personal experience also if you do decide to eat clean um be aware because i didn't know this until i read queen of fools book um after about two days you're probably gonna feel weak and tired and horrible you're going to feel absolutely horrible and you're gonna feel like reverting back like i just need something to make me feel better or that's what what i was going through with the daniels fast like that third day it was like and it's because your body is purging out what the bad stuff that you've put in so it's like a tug and pull on your organs kind of like um when you eat super healthy your body's like they're not used to it it's like oh okay i'm i'm taking in this all this nutrition that i've needed that i've been longing for but at the same time simultaneously it's like pumping out the nasty stuff that Mm. the toxins and stuff so through the good through the bad when you start feeling bad about day two three four five whatever stay the course stick with it stick with it stick with it i promise you you're gonna feel so much better um and then after that it's just a matter of making a habit um once you make a habit it's about it's just about compromise because being transparent we choose a healthier lifestyle now but we have compromise like i'm kind of willing to eat cleaner um but he still gotta have certain things so it's like okay if we eat clean monday uh tuesday then we have we won't say cheat meals because there's power over words our reward meals uh wednesday and friday because we know fridays are lit days then that thursday is still you know we got to eat clean to balance and then the weekends you know we're gonna hopefully try to eat <laughs> now the weekends but, is what you really have to watch yeah out for. we still working on that that the weekend is tricky because the weekend yeah. is like ah, i'm off work i ain't yeah, trying to I'm think chilling of or working. but what i think the other day we did come home saturday and we made like mm-hmm. tuna steaks and i didn't even know they existed y'all Ch- tuna, steaks, with tuna steaks asparagus and potatoes. like skilly potatoes fire fire um but nevertheless like she's saying like just write down some of the things you like uh a big thing to know like i cook a lot so a big thing to know is usually it's the seasonings that you're most addicted to you like the mm-hmm. seasonings of certain Not things the meat in the- now you can find substitute for textures uh mm-hmm. sometimes some tofu can work some uh mushrooms mushrooms certain oh my god different types of if you never even too. looked at mushrooms it's a whole plethora of edible mushrooms and things not the <laughs> not those not the ones that get you euphoric but yeah mm-hmm. so it's um gonna benefit you if you can learn what seasonings you like and uh like i say i'm gonna recommend you pull back and you try to make it at home because if you make it at home you're probably nine times out of ten gonna find you out feel that better you feel better Cause also I I've been on like a fried fish kind of thing for a while now, and again we won't drop the names of the restaurants, but like when I get fish sandwiches out now I don't feel the best, but when we fry it at home I'm like okay I feel I got energy I got and I realized I think I was talking to my grandmother because she also loves cooking, she was like well some restaurants they 
they um just cook they're cooking meat all day all day all day they don't change out the grease so you're consuming all yeah. that so it's like oh she said the realest she was like they frying it in meat grease and i was like meat grease i never thought it's meat that. grease <laughs> and then like we did have the uh fish sandwiches at home and you realize like dang and i made so the cold slaw to go with it the hot Homemade. the hot season oh my god stop playing with me please stop playing. just like, wait restaurant coming stop playing listen i just made some my own pickles fire and i'm talking about on the sandwich on the sandwich fire. all we've been eating is sandwiches just because i hate they to so put fire. y'all jimmy john's you can't touch out of business me. um who else jersey mike's you can't touch me <laughs> uh subway you, you know pickles. you can't touch me uh also homemade like if y'all want to see his recipes and stuff or more cooking stuff let it let him know and he might get his man, youtube channel back active back active i need to get back on the podcast release the food and drinks mm-hmm. but uh <laughs> nevertheless man try to cook some of this stuff at home mm-hmm. and it's readily available for your knowledge like you have the internet guys mm-hmm. so stop being lazy bumps on the log i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna be that person don't Come on, bro. Some of this stuff is as simple as clicking and somebody teaching you that. But mm-hmm. one thing you can't you can't defeat is my cheesecake, uh, vegan or non-vegan. So because we got both options. I'll let your boy. Yeah, we building the uh, vegan. We'll one. be out there homecoming 2022. Austin P. I got cheesecakes coming. I don't care. Y'all pull up on me. Come get a pull slice. Oh man. Uh. Yeah, we got we got the we got the slice for the right price, but and maybe get, the sauces, okay. Oh, we got the sauces because it's made by the big bosses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I let your boy, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, last, for real, last thing. Always make sure you check in on your mind, your body, and your soul. How you feeling? So you eating food, whatever you eating, assess yourself, pay attention. That's one thing I've noticed. I was not doing. I was eating, and I was just going, but I wasn't checking in with. I just discovered like a lot of times when I was hungry, I wasn't even hungry. My Mm -hmm. body was not like I need food because your body's going to let you know what you need. Sometimes we're just like, no, I want I want a little Debbie cake. I want whatever. And it's like you don't even want it. Your brain is like, "Mm." you know, so be on some muscle memory stuff. Facts, just just because it's habit. I'm used to eating right now. I'm used to eating right now. Like, I Mm -hmm. wonder how. How close to eating do we be? Like, oh, I know I got to eat right now, but. When I was sick, that's what brought it to my attention because I would eat barely like two meals. I did good, honestly, at one point to get one meal in. But um, I realized like I, I wasn't eating until my body was literally like, okay, my stomach growling. I'm hungry. Let's eat. And I was like, oh, I'm not really not hungry that much. I just eat off impulse sometimes. So Yeah. But so just check this, this one little tidbit before we go. <laughs> Also, look into fasting. Um, I'm really trying to practice that more and more. Give those organs a Uh, break. It's not for weight loss. It's for actually to assess and see how how better I feel. And to repair your organs, too. Making sure I'm not eating the 12-hour fast alone has you clear. Like, when I finally, Mm -hmm. and I've been working out, like, two hours before I eat. So, when I eat, my body's like, eat it, take it, burn it, get it out. So, uh, fasting. I think that's, I think we overlooked that. But I think in the whole grand scheme of things of repairing your mental, your physical, and all that, mm-hmm. I think we need that. Mm-hmm. I think we need it. And you can't fast. You, you can fast. I did learn this. But when you fast, you can only drink water. Anything else can break your fast. Mm-hmm. Coffee, some people say no, nah, but spikes. like teas, you got to watch teas because if it has anything Caffeine. that has glucose or 
any sugar in it, it's going to break your fast. So you got to be mindful of that. So when you fast and try to fast with just water, it's going to... your body has to break down sugars and yeah. stuff. So you, the point of fasting partly is to give your organs and your body a rest so it can heal and repair itself. That's why you feel so good. Yeah. So yeah, agreed. So this weekend after homecoming, I'm gonna be on a couple day fast. So uh, don't holler at me. I might be I, I might be a little upset. So, but nevertheless, <laughs> I ain't gonna hold y'all no longer. Let's go ahead and head over to Poetry in the Park. It's my turn to do the poem. So let's go get some fresh air. Yeah. Stay tuned. See y'all in a minute. This is Poetry in the Park. I'm your girl Michi G. Take one. This poem is a conversation with me. I lost my appetite. Did I lose my will to live too? I'd rather hide from the world than to express what I'm going through. Am I going crazy? Because I ain't never missed no meals. Losing weight, feeling off. I just want to feel normal again and heal. No doctors could help. Therapy's too high. What other choice do I have? My mom battling cancer taught me the only real way to heal yourself is through the foods you eat and the stress you're willing to release. Her death also got me thinking of my own, about how I almost allow stress to take me out of here, but my soul said, I just want to heal. Eat this instead of that. Pomegranates are good for your heart. You've been worrying so much, them chest pains been off the chart. Over the last nine months, I've learned that what feels like the end is really the beginning. The only way to feel better is to water and tend to yourself consistently. Now that's real winning. So eat your veggies and fruits. Drink lots of water, then pray. The real cheat code is gratitude. Have an abundance mood and be thankful for each day. Conversation with me. All right, y'all. So hopefully y'all like that poem. Um, definitely wrote it from a, a pretty deep place. Um, yeah, so I hope y'all liked it and y'all resonated with it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And let us know. Give us feedback. How are y'all liking the poetry in the park segments? Like, are y'all making it? Are y'all even making it to that point to know that we talk about poetry? Are you even in the park with <laughs> us? Are you getting your moments in the park with us? What are you really doing? Right, and we're well. I think that he's amazing. He's amazing at poetry. He just gotta. We both have to get more exposure and like go to more open mics and stuff. Um, but I'm getting back into it. If this is your first time watching the whole podcast, um, so yeah, I'm baby stepping my way, and we're pretty soon gonna be coming to some stages. So, so to anybody out there looking at this right now, we're gonna post this clip to make sure if there's any open mic poetry events that you want to see your boy. Husky Hefe, the Fat Fitness Model, Jose Cortez, don't forget Ju Tro, at, uh, as well as... <laughs> Michi G, I Michi thought she going to plug your, your personal IG, okay. But, uh, but if you if it's any events, like, hey, share, share them with us, drop it. I ain't, I ain't afraid of nothing. And if you need any events hosted, I'm just putting it out there. I will be the best. I will be the best host there is. Cheesecakes, I'm the best cheesecake maker there is. Oh my God! I am plugging myself um, because guess restaurant what? Restaurant coming soon. Restaurant coming soon. Restaurants coming soon. Um, yeah, cause I'm tired. I'm it's tired hit. of slowness. 
So <laughs> that being said, hey man, holla at your boy, man. Husky Hefe, the Fat Fitness Model, it's Jose Cortez, Jutro. I might have lost my podcast, but I found my appetite when I sat down and I talked to you. Did you like what I did there? I feel like I need to find another moniker because it's like it's giving. It's just Michi G, which is my IG name. See what I did there? But yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna work on that. So. So with that being said, uh, I cook this food that I gotta go and eat. Uh, I love y'all. Peace, love, chicken grease. Love, peace, and soul.